This episode is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. If you're trying to get into making podcasts, but don't really have any idea what you're doing, then you should download Anchor. If you haven't already heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how it works. Anchor is completely free and easily accessible. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you could ever want or need to make a podcast in just one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Again, that's anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to start making podcasts today. And now, back to the program. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the TBD Podcast with Hunter and Riley. This is the episode where we talk about some more football. Everybody's so excited. Hunter, are you excited for football? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I, I have a lot to say. We'll get into it, though. Oh, yeah, because we didn't. We haven't talked about um, Tennessee, Georgia yet either, I guess. Mm-mm. Okay, well, I guess we can... I think we can start off by talking about that real quick if you want to just, like touch upon your vols and 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 how you're feeling after uh such an emotional roller coaster of a game i feel like yes and then i i do want to talk about the the florida game as well because i we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get on that because once again i i thought that y'all were going to demolish them and that's kind of what y'all did i mean the score was a bit higher than i anticipated yeah, um, I mean, you weren't wrong. We did beat them by what seventeen points or something like that. So, you yeah. were you were you were right. So, uh, yeah, we can definitely get into that in a, in, a, in a bit if you want. But yeah, sounds good. Yeah, but we can touch on your your Vols, which was uh, undoubtedly the biggest game maybe of the year going into it with the most hype and everything. Uh, I just want to hear your initial thoughts about your your, your Vols up against uh, the Dogs in Athens and what they did this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my initial thoughts, um, offense, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't there. Um, I really did not anticipate um, the crowd noise getting to our um, offense, but it did. Yeah, they I, were loud, it, man. They were loud, man, and and it really affected them. I was, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, you know, they play in Neyland. They just like you said, they've played almost every single game um, prior to this game in Neyland. So I'm sure they would be used to the crowd noise and not let it affect them. But I mean, here's the thing. It's different when it's not your fans cheering for you. So I I, I get it. It's a psychological um, battle um, that we that we lost. So here's the thing. Ton of mistakes on offense. Ton of mistakes. Uh, you know, we, we had a drive there. We got um, into um, Georgia's uh, territory. Um, close to the red zone and then we have three back-to-back false starts that like put us back almost at the 50 then that just messes up the game um you know I, I it was a bit exciting at first when you know georgia got the ball um coming out and then we forced a fumble got it and then drove down the field i mean i would have liked for us to come up with the score with that but you know three points can't we can't be mad we're ahead of the um ahead of schedule with um as far as like the the scoreboard, whatever. But um, anyway, so yeah. And then you have there's that one play where Stetson Bennett just we we timed the blitz perfectly. I I I'll give our defense coordinator a lot of credit for that play um, when Georgia was in the red zone. But like yeah, we blitzed, went through the hole. It was perfect. We um, got pressure on Stetson Bennett, but he just scrambled, still formed our player to the ground. And then the rest was history. He scored. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit disappointed with the offense. There were. Um, 
one or two plays that would have completely changed the game if we would have connected on those deep throws. And, you know, you, you can't you cannot expect any team to be perfect. But, you know, everybody says that Georgia just just dominated us. And, you know, even though it did look like that, I, here's the thing. Georgia, I would say they, they had their best defensive game of the year. I mean, besides Oregon. Um, but I would say they had their best game overall. And, you know, for them to only beat us by 14. Now, yeah, Kirby could have put more points on the board there. But, like, still, our defense did. They tried to um, run the clock out. Defense kind of showed up in the, um actually showed up in the fourth quarter and started um, getting some penetration on the um, – on Stetson, but like our offense just could not finish. So yeah, that, that that's my initial thoughts. Offense could have done much, much better, should have done much better. But I mean, once again, credit to Georgia's defense. They um they played man man to man. They didn't do any zones. They say, you know what? We're just gonna do one on ones to see who's the best who's the um, best player, who's the better player. And Georgia came up with the win this time. Yeah, I think um, this this game says more about the Georgia defense than it does about the Tennessee offense. Although I don't think you guys executed the way that you probably should have, the way that you've been doing all year long. I think Georgia's defense finally sort of came out of their, like, I don't want to say like slumber, but they finally showed up like the, they did against Oregon. And um, like they didn't even play that well against uh, us the week before. So I really think that this might have been like Georgia's like, all right, we're back. We're coming back into where everybody expected us. Like Keely Ringo played well and Malachi Starks, that crazy freshman. Um, he played well. Jalen Carter was back for the dogs. So I think they finally like got into their, I don't want to say rhythm because it's only one game, but they finally became like the Georgia that we expected. Um, I think... I think the whole game was basically, even when it was close at the beginning, I always felt I was like, hmm, Tennessee, you know, doesn't really feel like they look as comfortable as they usually are or have been in the last uh, eight games or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I think, had to be due to the hostile crowd environment that they hadn't faced. I just said that as a joke um, in our predictions a couple of weeks ago, but I do think that played a huge factor in the fact that. They've also barely been outside of Neyland, and uh, they've been riding this this high of like, we're in Knoxville, the fans are with us, 125 decibels against the other team or whatever. And uh, yeah, with those penalties that they saw early on, I think that the crowd really did uh, impact them a little bit. So I think Georgia had control most of the game, and um, they finally showed up as a team finally on both sides of the ball for most of the game i think so Mm -hmm. yeah um but now both georgia and tennessee have one loss and uh you said georgia and tennessee has one loss oh sorry uh i was gonna say alabama and tennessee have a loss but but they lost to to lsu this weekend so that's not true at all Mm. um i i i expected uh alabama to beat lsu so now that whole playoff thing is is not even in in the running anymore yeah my playoff scenario uh your playoff scenario that they mentioned on college game day is no longer in 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 the running right so that kind of messes everything up so i don't know how the east is going to look out but i guess georgia could probably run the table the rest of the way i don't know who they have left but 
they had a super easy schedule other than other than the Tennessee game and uh I don't think they have anybody else who's going to really challenge them this year. Right. Until here's the thing. I I don't you could say until the SEC championship but if LSU makes it I honestly don't believe that LSU will. I mean, here's the thing. They've they've been getting better and better each week and as you should, but I, I don't know. I just don't think that, that they'll keep it competitive with Georgia. I mean, just from what I've seen, um, just watching the LSU-Bama game, there were a lot of throws there, a lot of throws that um, that um, uh, Bryce Young, he, he did not con- he couldn't connect on that he usually connects on. And then, of course, they I think they had the interception in the end zone where yep. um, LSU's um, DB just kind of like snapped. Well, he didn't really snatch out, out of the wide receiver hands. The ball kind of like curved and just dropped in his hands. And yeah. And that's not that's usually not Bryce Young. So he most definitely didn't play his best that game. And that really factored in a lot. I don't really anticipate Georgia making the same mistakes as Alabama did. And I don't believe that LSU will pull it, pull it off in the SEC championship personally. Yeah. And I mean, that that is only assuming that LSU runs the rest of the way and they don't they don't lose any other games. Right. They right. still have to play Arkansas this weekend. And I think Arkansas in, uh, where is it, Fayetteville? In Fayetteville, um, they can win those games. I think I did pick Arkansas to beat LSU this weekend. Um, so I think it's more likely that Ole Miss makes the makes the the, the championship for the West now that Bama is, is out of the running, technically. Um, or, or they're at least out of the running for the playoff. Maybe not the championship, but... Yeah, it's really interesting now with those two big games this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. what's even going to happen for the playoff now? Because my p- playoff pick is totally out of the running. <laughs> like, and mine, mine is like, oh, Bama, Bama wins every other year, so Bama's going to win this year. Yeah, so my prediction is now completely off the table. And now I'm like, well, probably Georgia's going to just go all the way. But it's so hard to win back to back that I have to think somebody else is going to win. So maybe your pick for Ohio State is really going to. You know, it's it's looking looking good right now. So so yeah, um, yeah. No, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say they could lead directly into our college football talk, but we didn't talk about the Gators yet. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and talk so, about the Gators. Yes, yeah, slightly. I wanna I wanna touch on that uh, very you know because even though Florida it's not. State. Yeah, Florida. Oh my God, that was such a good game to watch as a Florida State fan, man. Mm-hmm. I we'll just touch on Florida State very quickly. I hate Miami fans so much. I think even as a Florida fan or a Florida State fan, you understand that Miami is the least um is everyone's least favorite. Everybody hates Florida like Florida stands Florida fans hate Florida State. Florida State fans hate Florida. But what they both agree on is that Miami sucks mm-hmm. so much. Okay, so after the recent um five star Cormani McLean steal by Miami, which just killed me on the inside. Uh, I have been so done with Miami. So when Miami uh, played Florida State this weekend, there was trash talk all week about, oh, Florida State, you know, all this garbage from Miami fans. I was so thrilled to see Florida State play four good quarters against a really atrocious Miami team, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything that happened that was anything that was good that could have happened happened in that game. 
they didn't give up any touchdowns. The uh, running game was amazing. Jordan Travis played really good football. I mean, Jordan Travis might be one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the country, in my humble Florida State fan opinion. And our defense buckled down against, you know, a struggling offense in Miami. But it was just so therapeutic to watch after um, after all the stuff that Miami has been doing on the recruiting trail. Finally, watching them just collapse um, on the field is just so so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that they've lost too because they they stole our um, was it. Top, I mean, he's in the top five. Right, they um, they stole, they sold your guy, Francis Maligoa. Yeah, yeah. So I've always had bad blood with um, Miami since then because that was actually crazy. And for them to be four and four or four and five now, I think. Um. Yeah. No, I think they're. Yeah, they're four and five. Yeah. Yeah, four and five, and still getting all these five stars. Like, we man, we need to touch on that subject as far as like the recruiting in in the future, right. in the um, near future, because we have to talk about Mammy. We have to talk about Texas A and M. So, but we'll get into that um another time. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I would. We will. Yes. But yeah, overall, I was actually very pleased with with um Florida State's win over Miami as well. And then, of course, we got to talk about the Gators and their dominant performance over um Texas A and M. Once again, I said y'all were going to win. I I didn't know it was going to be by that much. I think how much did I say? I think I said ten to thirteen, didn't I? You said ten to thirteen, so you weren't far off. To be fair, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know about dominant, but the second half was definitely. Let's just say the second half was better than the first, Um, because by this the end of the first half it was twenty four to twenty a and m, but then the defense buckled down. And we shut them out in the second half. Now you could say, "Oh, A and M had the flu, and like half their players were out, including their quarterback." I don't care. Okay, I hate Texas A and M almost as much as I hate Miami because of the recruiting stuff, how they buy all their players, and mm-hmm. and you know the way that Florida does recruiting is like the old-fashioned way of like you know meeting the family and and making sure they recruit you know like this is their dream school this is the one that like is going to help them in the future miami just goes all right let's throw you know a million dollars at a kid or whatever and promise him a lamborghini deal or whatever and that's what texas a&m does too mm-hmm. so it's so satisfying getting the win over a&m and jimbo fisher and all those texas oil money people and watching their 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 uh, organization collapse as well. I mean, what are they three and six now? It was fantastic. Yeah, so, I think they are yeah. three and six. Yeah, three and six. And I think it, they lost five games for the first time since the eighties. I think was the stat or whatever. And I was just so. I mean, that was music to my ears. So pleased to hear that. Um, and Anthony Richardson had a really good game too. He ran a lot. He had a huge sixty-yard burner um to the end zone and i think he had four total touchdowns and he had like almost 300 yards passing it was fantastic he's looked great and i saw a stat that was in the last three weeks richardson has thrown and run like he's had nine total touchdowns and 800 yards and zero interceptions compared to the first five or so weeks where he had seven interceptions and seven touchdowns so he's looked really really good um and the way that he's taking care of the ball and managing the game and really taking over and uh yeah i think he's progressed so much this year mm-hmm. yes i once again I've, i think i've said before even after the 
Florida Tennessee game that I actually have respect for Anthony Richardson. I mean, I know he receives a lot of flack from people, but like I, he he's, he has a wonderful attitude and once again he's he's an even better athlete. Like once he if he's consistent, I believe that he's one of the top quarterbacks in the whole country. I believe. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think just the talent that he has, his arm, he's got a cannon. If he could just learn to like throw with some touch and in the 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 AM game, he threw like a fade route, like right over the top. The guy was covered, but he threw it his outside arm it, over the shoulder. It was such a nice throw. It might have been his best throw of the year. So he's really um, come a long way uh, in his leadership skills, in chemistry with the other players, in his decision making, in his pocket passing, and in, in everything. He has he's just progressed so much, and it's crazy that he hadn't started a single. Uh, well, I guess he started the Georgia game last year, didn't he? He hasn't started mm-hmm. multiple games um, in college until this year, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was sort of his like baptism by fire because the Gators had a, had a tough schedule this year. If you think about it, the only four games that we've lost have been to teams that have been in the AP Top 25 at one point. Kentucky, when we played them, they were 20. At one point, they were number 10 in the country for some reason. All right, they're a little overrated there, but still. Uh, Tennessee, who was number one at one point. Georgia, who is number one. And LSU, who is now number eight, seven or eight. Seven. Country, depending, right, depending on uh, which, which bowl you look at. But it's crazy. Um how Anthony Richardson has had to play all these teams, not even mentioning Utah, who at one point was like seven or eight in the country too. So Anthony Richardson has had a really tough road. He gets a lot of criticism because his expectations are so high, but man, if we can get him back next year, that'd be, and develop him some more. And the Gators could actually maybe win nine or 10 games next year with the way that I think, you know, if we bring in some, some recruits to really help, bolster uh the depth of both sides of the ball i think we could maybe go on a run next year maybe compete for the east so yeah i think uh, things are looking up in gainesville after that win in uh in kyle field on saturday for sure yeah i totally agree yeah and the defense looked great i mean apparently there was some halftime speech where they were like yeah, we are not going to let up for the rest of the game. And the execution came in the second half after that speech. I'd love to get my hands on on a clip of that speech uh, from inside the locker room, but I still haven't been able to find it yet. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about your vols again, but uh, but uh, Knowles and Gators got the wins this weekend. So feeling pretty good about that. Congratulations to y'all, man. And- well, thank you. And I guess to to wrap up this, um, well, talking about our teams, I, I was I'm gonna say this about the Tennessee Georgia game, and I'll be done with it. Yeah. I will say that I knew that Georgia was destined to win when they punted the ball and it and it rolled out at the half yard line. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. I saw that. I say yeah, that, that yeah, they're they're destined to win this game. That, it, it that was, was there was no way that was crazy. A perfect punt. Perfect punt. And then, Incredible. And then the when we actually started getting some momentum on offense, and then you know Hendon threw it on on the sideline um, to to Cedric Chilman, and then it just the, the let's be honest, George's DB didn't mean to intercept that ball. He like it, it literally just fell oh, in his yeah. hands, and then our wide receiver Cedric Tillman actually helped him catch that. Like he wrapped 
like when the ball once the ball kind of fell into the db's hands he kind of like just wrapped around him and helped him secure that i said yep they're they're destined to win this game they that's actually crazy but anyways you know what here's the thing i i'll say this and um i believe we'll see them again i mean if we if things play our way we'll see them again we're going to see george again i i I want i want the rematch because once again yeah you can give credit to Georgia's defense most definitely but like there's there were a lot of um self-inflicted wounds there a lot you you don't just Mm. even playing um, a great defense you don't just go from averaging 50 points to scoring scoring one touchdown in the game like without there being some some self-inflicting wounds there so like i say if we clean it up in in, in a neutral stadium i believe that that would be a totally different game once again georgia did dominate but for for the most part like for them to have played their i feel like their best defense game and then we still had a chance there in the end to even make, still make it a game like we were still in the game in the fourth quarter like it says a lot um credit to our defense well even though they kind of did get the ball kind of like just thrown all over them but anyways once again we're gonna see them again if things play our way and i believe that it will be a completely different game all right am i saying we're going to win I don't, i'm not saying that at all but it's it will be a different <laughs> game they're not gonna just do what they did to us this last game and i've always said before it is hard to beat the same team twice so yeah absolutely yeah no i think you guys definitely didn't play your best game uh in athens this weekend but yeah i think if things go right and uh you know the cards fall in the way for the playoff to happen for tennessee i think yeah you guys could definitely see georgia again and that'd be a great rematch to see at the end of the year um but transitioning into that so obviously georgia's won now right Mm -hmm. nobody disagrees about that it looked good against y'all, and y'all were the previous number one team, I think, in the playoff contention. So I think that totally makes sense. I don't know if you have any arguments about that, but uh, oh, I agree. I agree there. They they deserve to be number one team. Right now, I do have a problem with this number two. Yes, right? most definitely, Ohio State. What was that game against Northwestern? This Northwestern. Week? They were like one and seven, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a trap game, right? But you should always be ready if you're going to be number two or number one or whatever. You always have to be ready to play your best game against every team because they want to dethrone you, right? Mm -hmm. And Ohio State, for some of that game, it was like they could lose this game. And Northwestern's bad. Up until I think five minutes left in the fourth quarter, that's when we were like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the, they only ended up winning what twenty one to seven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, twenty one to seven against Northwestern. Right, and I didn't even watch the game, but what a weak performance from alleged number two team in the country. Mm-hmm. I actually no, here's the thing. I actually did watch the game, and maybe this is why the um, committee kept Ohio State at two. Now, okay, here's the thing: the weather was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, fifty mile an hour wind. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if it was raining. I think it was raining a little bit. Um, but yeah, so obviously that did, um, just take out the throwing game on both sides of the ball. So, I mean, even though they say, yeah, that Ohio State couldn't throw the ball. I mean, Northwestern couldn't throw the ball either because of the same win. They were affected by the same win. But, um, anyways, um, yeah, even though they couldn't throw the ball, I, we, you would expect the number two team in a nation would be a bit more dominant on a line of scrimmage and dominant running the football nor when right. I tell you just when i tell you northwestern was all over there running like okay let's just say that 
Ohio State had literally, I think, two or maybe three plays where it's just like, okay, that was like like that was a long run. Like it was it was a good play. But overall, Northwestern really controlled the line of scrimmage. They actually was leading um Ohio State in rushing yards and whatever. But um the only thing that pissed me off with Northwestern is they kept running the exact same play. Like I think they, they ran um what Wildcat, I think five plays in a row i'm just oh like, my god the like, they, they, they kept throwing they, they kept throwing that play at ohio state i'm just like okay like it worked a few times because I, i'll give it to you like i give it to uh northwestern's running back his run the running back i forgot his name but he's actually really good um but anyways if you cannot run the exact same play five or six times and expect them not to catch on after like the second time and you can't expect it to keep working so like that's the only thing that pissed me off like i'm like is that their only play that they can use so anyways yeah once again ohio state yeah that was that was a, a tough game um weather wise but like i would expect them to be a bit more dominant on the on the um ground game that shows that yeah they they have a bit um quite a bit to work with there on the on the ground game but um i don't believe they should be number two maybe i'll say I, okay, I, if if you still want Michigan wanna, or TCU number two, I give Michigan number two. I mean, here's the thing: yeah, okay. you had Ohio State um, struggle against this team, and then you've had Michigan play kind of like I think a cake game, but they still they got the job done. I mean, yeah, you could say well the weather wasn't the same, but they still got the job done though. They absolutely. Uh, now I'm not even gonna lie; I forgot the team they were playing, but they were actually in the game. Um, I think in the second quarter. Um, with Michigan, but Michigan pulled away in the second half, and I believe they should be number two. Uh, and okay, if we want to give Ohio State the bad game and say, "Oh, it was just because of the weather," I'll put them at three or four. Now TCU. Now this is where I will have a lot to talk about. So okay, Mich- TCU at four. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. Uh, so for a few reasons. <laughs> Okay, let's hear it. A few reasons. Number one, and this is the this is the thing that everybody has been saying. If TCU's record was enough to wasn't enough to beat out a one loss Alabama team, how is how are they enough to beat a one loss Tennessee team against the number one ranked team in the nation, Georgia? That doesn't add up. So yeah, Alabama was clearly ranked over above TCU before playing LSU. So that if if they were enough to rank over them, then we should be enough to um, be ranked higher than them. Number two, they played Texas Tech this previous weekend, and they only won by ten points with their start with Texas Tech's um, starting quarterback. I think leaving leaving the field before halftime, or whatever. So they were they they play of course the the starter in in the first half, and then played the backup and only won by 10 points to an unranked team and you are the fifth or sixth ranked team in the nation like i i don't I, that just no i would say that tcu's best win yeah okay they did kill oklahoma or whatever they they just absolutely demolished them but if you look at their if you look at their schedule there were a lot of close games there with teams that they if they are the the fourth ranked team in the nation they should have dominated these teams i'm being honest with you so i mean that that's that might be a bit um a bias on my end but i believe that tennessee should be at four and not tcu I, i'm just being honest you, you can look at T- tcu schedule um if you don't believe me but they've had quite a few close games that shouldn't be there if you are the fourth ranked team in the nation yeah i think tcu uh has this problem with like their strength of schedule like a lot of teams in the big 12 it's like who is really that good in the big 12 anymore we thought it was baylor now they're what six and three this year 
Texas and Oklahoma obviously are the two big teams, but Oklahoma's not even ranked right now because they look terrible or mediocre at best. And Texas has lost three games already this year. So the Big 12 has this sort of uphill battle where it's like you kind of have to go undefeated because there's no real contenders in that, in that, in that, I was going to say division in that conference. Mm -hmm. Um, So if TCU loses to like, let's say Texas this weekend, which I think is the big game that everybody's going to be watching this weekend, uh, they're done. So yeah, I guess you, you think that Tennessee should be above TCU um, because of their strength of schedule. And I would have to agree. I think by the end of the year, I think TCU will have lost a game probably, so I don't think that will be an issue uh, that you'll have to worry about the the committee having to sort out. But yeah, I do agree. I think the Big 12, their strength of schedule is, is a huge issue. Um, do I think TCU should be number four right now? I don't know. Maybe. I, all I know is that it doesn't really matter until that week uh, after the, the championship game. So I, I don't think it'll be like that um, from here on out. I also have a problem with Michigan. I think that they're very inconsistent as well. I think... Yes, they're undefeated, but I think that they have a chance of losing to Ohio State in the game, and then that should knock them out of the playoff talk entirely, regardless of whether or not they only lose one game or not, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Michigan has always been a fraud, but uh, but that's just me. That's just me. So, yeah. Um, and we continue on with Oregon, who's looked really good, and Bo Nix has looked you know, like Heisman contender esque since um, since the Georgia game. So I totally agree with Oregon at six. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that or not, but no, I agree with that as well. Now let, let me give you a, a curveball there. Let's just say Tennessee and Oregon wins out. We finished the uh, season ten and one, or I'm sorry, eleven and one. Um, Right, they both they they both went out, and then you're saying that Oregon also wins the Pac-12 championship as well. Yeah, and they'll they'll win the Pac-12. Did, yeah. Do you put Oregon in in the in the playoff over Tennessee? Yeah, probably uh, because they win the Pac-12, and I feel like uh, I don't know. It actually depends because I think uh, the committee probably favors. Uh, week one losses over what is it week nine week 10 losses Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel like they'll probably put oregon in if oregon doesn't let up at all now i think they might have a chance to slip up they might not win the pac 12 have they played usc yet i don't think do they play usc at all i don't remember um but i don't think again i don't think that'll be an issue either same thing with tco i think oregon will slip up somewhere else um but yeah i think if they do not win uh, they do not lose another game and tennessee doesn't lose another game you probably put oregon in over tennessee in my opinion makes sense makes sense that's why i was really hoping that alabama would make it to the sec and beat georgia because yeah there's a three-way tie there and then you can they will say hey tennessee has beaten the even though they lost to georgia you can say that was a bad game and they actually beat the the um the sec champs and that's why i believe that's why i was believing at first that we was going to make it and i, I think there's going to be did i say alabama georgia and tennessee in the playoffs i, I cannot remember yeah i think you did and that would that makes more sense because y'all would have beaten the sec champs at that point so i think y'all would have had a better chance if that ended up happening to be honest mm-hmm. 
Now, I will say we actually, we still have a great chance of making the playoffs. I think even the, you know, they have like these percentages of like your chances of making the playoffs. And I think they still have ours at like, I don't know, 50, 60 percent. But we still have a great chance. Like once again, like we don't hold our own destiny in our hands, just like you have uh, mentioned before. But we still have a great chance. Like, but we we're really hoping that TCU loses a game, Oregon and Oregon loses a game. And they said also um, USC, but I don't know about that. I mean, we'll get to well, but USC lost to lost to Utah already, so they'd have to win out too. But yeah, they could do that technically. I think USC could 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 find their way in there. But yeah, you're really hoping for a TCU loss and an Oregon loss somewhere um, along the way. And Georgia could still lose. Ohio State or Michigan has to lose, right? Because one mm-hmm. of them uh, they play each other, right? So yeah, I think you'll still have a good chance of, of making the playoff if you don't slip up anywhere and just continue to dominate like you had the first uh, eight weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, num- uh, moving on a little bit to how LSU and Alabama are now ranked after those games, I'm not sure if you agree or disagree with a two-loss LSU team being put at seven over teams like USC and Clemson, who are just one-loss teams. I wanted to hear your thoughts about that. I totally agree. Um I don't think LSU should be ranked seven. I mean, well, I don't know if you said that or said that, but I, yeah, I say that they don't need to be at seven. I'll say maybe around nine or something like that. I agree. But um, here's the thing. I kind of wanted Clemson to lose. You know, we were at this, honestly, everybody was just waiting for Clemson to lose at this point because it was, it was clear that like they were not the, like not the top team in the country or should be. Right. Uh, ranked in the one through four i mean yeah they they just like you said they were under well you ain't say that but they were undefeated but you know there were a lot of shaky wins there are a lot of them a ton of them and once again i was actually going for Notre dame this weekend and they Notre dame got the job done they absolutely like dominated clemson i i've watched the game so i and i believe that they dominated clemson um yeah i was yeah and the thing is Maybe, yeah, you would say Clemson should be ranked higher, but like, yeah, you lost to a Notre Dame that lost to a Marshall. And what <laughs> I think it was a, a smaller team or other small team that Notre Dame lost to. And they also, they were also without their starting um, quarterback. I think he was out for the season. So it's kind of like you, you get beaten. I think really it was, 30, I think it was really 35 7, but I think they finished 35 14. But yeah, like, 35 14. Yeah. yeah, like you got dominated by a team that lost to Marshall. With the with their starting QB, so it's just like I, I believe that they're they should be out. Of course, obviously, of the playoffs, like they're out of there. But I say LSU should be ranked higher than Clemson, though. I believe it. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I think it's funny how you said everybody was waiting for Clemson to lose because that's exactly how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because you see all of their wins, and they're like, oh, Georgia Tech, they barely beat, they barely beat all these like terrible ACC teams or whatever, and you're just like. All right, Clemson, we have to put them there because they're undefeated and, you know, they're Clemson, right? So we have to, it's kind of like Alabama. You put Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State, you give them favor over everybody, mm-hmm. right? Because that's who they are and that's the programs that they have established. But yeah, everyone was like, all right, we're, we're putting Clemson at four because they're undefeated. But like, as soon as they lose, they're done, right? So <laughs> I think it is really funny how you said that because I totally agree. I think, yeah, LSU should be eight or nine maybe i think usc should be above them mm-hmm. i think lsu has gotten some good wins but they've got some bad losses too they lost to florida state early in the year i think week one they lost um and they lost 
in devastating fashion to Tennessee in Death Valley. So I think who who have they beaten this year? They beat Florida, and they're not ranked. They beat Alabama. They're not as good as we thought they were. And I mean, who else? Like Mississippi State? Okay. I don't know. I, I think LSU is is overrated as many teams are after beating Alabama. Um and they'll they'll quickly come to find that uh they don't belong in the top ten, in my opinion. But for now, that's okay. You can keep them in the top seven, whatever. Um and then to round out the top ten, USC, Alabama, Clemson, I have no problem with that. I think maybe Clemson should be above Alabama, but otherwise it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, if we if we go to um as far as I test, you believe that Clemson is better than Alabama? No, absolutely not. But 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 <laughs> right. But it's I think they do take into account the uh record, right? And Clemson mm-hmm. only lost one and Alabama's lost two, and they could have lost three with like AM, for example. Even Texas. Texas. Yeah, they could have lost four games this year. Mm-hmm. So I think Alabama should not be higher right now. Even though I think Alabama would destroy Clemson. Yes. I mean, but you can even say the same thing about Clemson. There were a lot of wins that they should could could have easily lost. And they oh, could yeah. they could easily have lost most most games. Most games this season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think Clemson should be 10, but I mean they've only got one loss. So you kind of mm-hmm. have to put them up there. Right. So yeah. Now um I would keep it. I mean, I know we just said we'll go just to 10, but I do want to touch up on Ole Miss as well. I mean, even though they did oh, lose yeah. to I think Kentucky. <laughs> They did. They yeah, they lost to Kentucky, which yeah. is kind of pathetic. That's very pathetic, actually. But um, even though they they lost to Kentucky, I mean, once again, if we're just looking at the record, they they've only lost one game. I mean, I think they did put LSU um past Ole Miss in the West, but um, yeah, but I mean, they're still even technically yeah. in the in the conference wins, the division wins. Yeah. Yes, but technically, Ole Miss still has a chance to make it to the SEC championship. I mean, if they win oh, out, yeah. I, 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 here's the thing. I believe LSU slips up. I mean, at least one game, maybe. I might so, be wrong, but Ole Miss, you know, they, they did have a, a bad game against um, um, Kentucky. But for the most part, I mean, they've, they've won a game they're supposed to win. And if they win out, once again, they they might. I, I don't think they'll be in talk for um, um, playoff. I, I think even if they beat Georgia in in the SEC championship, if they make it there, I, I believe that that might that might. I don't think they'll knock Georgia out. They might just put them at like maybe three or four. But Ole Miss is yeah, not. Yeah, they put Georgia at three or four. Yeah, but Ole Miss, even if they win that, they're not making the playoffs. So really, you don't think that if Ole Miss wins out, like they win the SEC championship and everything, that they won't be in contention for the the playoffs because they only have one loss, right? They just lost to Kentucky. I mean, yeah, but it's Kentucky though. I mean, I mean, here's the thing though. But if you beat Georgia, that's saying a lot though. Right. I think if you beat Georgia in the SEC championship. And you only have a, a a small loss to a Kentucky team that was ranked throughout the season. I think you have to be in contention uh, to some degree. Now, I don't think they're going to win out. So I don't think, again, I don't think that dilemma comes up. But I've been wrong a lot already this season. So, I, you know, you never, I'm not going to sleep on Ole Miss. I think they're probably better than LSU right now. Mm-hmm. And if they played together, I would favor Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Yeah, don't sleep on Ole Miss, man. Don't yeah. sleep on Ole Miss. But hot take. I don't know if you, yeah, 
don't I mean kind of people are sleeping on him and I was one of those people right I don't I don't think I said all my record predictions for the year but I did have Arkansas winning 10 games Alabama losing zero and, oh my goodness uh, and Ole Miss like losing like four or five or something like that mm-hmm. so you know I've been wrong before I'm willing to be wrong again and say Ole Miss won't make it but I don't know man don't sleep on Ole Miss yeah. but yeah, did you want to touch on anybody uh, 11 through 20, 25-ish? I have a couple teams I want to touch I mean, on, but I wanted to see if you had anybody you wanted to talk well, about specifically and where they're, where they're placed. Well, honestly, um, I'll just say the only thing is, Kentucky, get out of the top 25, please. Just just leave. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing I'll say. You just get out of the top 25. How did they get back? How did they get back? They're like a virus. They're, they're like, like a, a virus, bro. They just, they're just <laughs> leeching in, in the top 25, leeching man. Off the top 25. Get out get of here. Out you of don't here. belong here. Yeah. How did they make it back? That is actually crazy, man. I'm just get out of here. But other than that, who did they play? Why are they in the top twenty five? I don't know. They must have beaten somebody, and I I just don't remember who. Recently, who have they beaten? Recently, I I don't know. I'd need to check the the, the let me let me let me let me just check real quick who Kentucky has beaten uh in the last week or so let me see kentucky is three and three in the conference they're six and three overall they beat missouri last week they got killed by tennessee the week before they beat (laughs) mississippi state okay so that's a valued win right they lost closely to ole miss wait who did ole miss lose to then oh they haven't lost anybody wait ole miss i could have sworn who did they lose to yeah they did they did Kentucky lost to Ole Miss. Oh. Oh, they lost to LSU. Ole Miss lost LSU? Yeah, I remember now by 25 points. My God. Oh, my God. Well, I guess the answers are um, questions from earlier. Right. So that, again, another, it seemed even better loss, even though they, okay, they lost by 25. So that's not a good loss for for Ole Miss. But they still only lost to one team, and that team is in the top seven right now. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but Kentucky, okay, they win by four points over a dreadful Missouri team. And I mean dreadful. That team is bad. Get out, man. So how are they in the top 25? That is ridiculous. I don't know, man. But yeah, I totally agree. Get uh, get Kentucky out the top 25, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? You're not man? that guy, pal. You're not that You're guy. You're definitely not that guy. I don't want to say that about... <laughs> I don't want to say that about Kentucky, man. But you're not that guy at all. Um how do I get back to the top 25? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. How do I find this? I'm trying to do it on like um, on the ESPN app, and I had the top 25 pulled up a second ago. Oh, man. Hmm. I mean, I have it ready. Okay, well, go ahead. I got it. I got okay, it. I got okay, it. okay. Um, do I have it? Rankings. Come on. Pull up the rankings, baby. There we go. All right. Uh, yeah, I do have a couple teams I want to talk to uh, talk about. Um, I don't know why Penn State's still 14, but you know, I guess the record they're seven and two, so you got to keep them up there. North Carolina, I think, is another team to be sleep that is being slept on a little bit, and specifically their quarterback, Drake May, who I've like looked at his stats and he's like playing like a Heisman candidate. Hmm. Um, ever since their loss at the beginning of the year, they've been unbeaten, and I really want to know if you have looked at them at all as contenders this year or uh because they kind of snuck up on you after their loss to 
Notre Dame? They lost to Notre Dame? That's crazy. After their loss to Notre Dame, they've been perfect the rest of the year. Um, now with some, some, some shaky wins, right? They barely beat Duke. Mm-hmm. They barely beat Miami. They barely beat Virginia last week. But, I mean, they're 8-1. and one. They're getting it done, right? They play Wake Forest this weekend. And Drake May has 3,000 yards in the air. 31 touchdowns and 3 interceptions. And 513 yards on the ground with four rushing touchdowns. Man. Yeah. He's playing crazy. So I wanted to see if you had any thoughts about North Carolina, if they should be ranked higher or lower or whatever. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm being honest with you. I, I ain't care about no dang on North Carolina. I'm being honest here. I mean, no, <laughs> no disrespect to them. Like, not saying that they're bad, but, you know, I, I was honestly, I was just focused on. Of course, Tennessee this year. Then, um, of course, I I was focused on like teams that were like clear contenders for like um, the like actual actual contenders. I mean, no disrespect (laughs) to North Carolina. I'm not saying that, but I look honestly outside the top ten. Well, I haven't paid attention. I mean, I pay attention to UCLA because you know I was looking for them to maybe make the playoffs as well. But Utah, I said nope. In state, nope. Get out of here. North Carolina, Mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention to. NC State, no. Tulane. We'll move on. Dude, I don't even want to talk about Tulane, man. <laughs> we'll move on. And then Texas, okay, we're back. You know, they said it every They're year. Back. They're back. They're back every They're year, back. baby. Kansas State. Now, I like I like their quarterback. Was it Martinez? Yeah, Adrian Martinez, yeah. the transfer from Nebraska, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, like I think he transferred from Nebraska. He's pretty athletic. Yeah. I th- yeah, and I think their running back, Deuce Vaughn, is really, really good, too. Yeah. So... I think who did they? They beat Oklahoma State last week or something, and Oklahoma State was supposed to be this big bad team or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so Kansas State could 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 go somewhere with that. But I have to touch on Texas a little bit because I I don't know what it is about Texas. I just sort of have a little like a uh, love relationship with them. I don't know. I think they're kind of like my third team. Oh, really? Uh, maybe it's because my well, maybe because it's my stepmom who is from Austin. Or I don't know, but the Longhorns just have sort of a soft spot in my in my college football heart, and so I'm always rooting for Texas to be back. Are they back? And maybe it's because they're not <laughs> back, but they're getting there. I think I think Queen Ewers give them another year of development, and they could be really really good. And the game this weekend, they could dethrone the Horn Frogs and take them out of playoff contention. I'd be very so, happy about that. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be rooting for them this weekend. Mm-hmm. And of course, I have to talk about Florida State being in the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Go Knowles, let's go. Number twenty-three deserved. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and they're going to beat Syracuse this week, baby. We'll see, man. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say about about those rankings. Oh, also UCF, they're always frauds. I don't know why they're in the the top <laughs> twenty-five, but it, it but it is what it is. You know, we'll we'll let them have it. Okay, mm-hmm. let them we'll have let that them have ranking it for, for now. I mean, we'll see if they keep it like Kentucky. Get out of right. here, man. Kentucky keep finding a way to get crawling back into the top 25. Get out. All right. You don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, we can move on into a quick predictions uh, segment for the games this weekend. Try to find the good ones. I actually need to see... What games we have this weekend? Um, what is on the bill? Um, oh, okay. Ole Miss and Alabama play this weekend at 3.30. That's, 
that's number nine versus number 11. Do you think Ole Miss can somehow continue the Bama streak, uh, the losing streak, I guess it would be, um, and make them seven and three? Now, Alabama is 12-point favorites, maybe just because it's Alabama, but it's at Ole Miss. So do you think Ole Miss can take down the Crimson Tide? Oh, man. It's a shame that this is a hard question. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing. I'll say if Alabama, if, if Bryce Young is playing his game that I know he can play, they'll win. But if he played like how he right. did at LSU, I mean, here's the thing. He, he, still, he still found a way to score. I mean, you know, in overtime, you can't really do anything about that. Like, here's the thing. He didn't really, he didn't get a chance to to um, go out on the field after um, they scored whatever and then, you know, possibly put the game away. I mean, they couldn't do anything about that, but still. He didn't really play the game that I really anticipated him playing. So if he plays a bad game like he did against LSU, maybe Ole Miss wins that. But I, I don't know, man. I, uh, let's just keep it. Let's just let's just stay safe and say Alabama. Do they cover? Right. Do they cover twelve points? No. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think. I think you're right that Bryce Young. Didn't I don't think it's his fault that they lost, but he should have also it shouldn't have ever been that close mm-hmm. uh, against LSU. I think LSU is they're frauds. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, and uh, they will be revealed to be frauds this week. Um, so I do think Alabama wins because I just don't see Alabama losing two in a row. Yeah. Um, and they have Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs and. And as much as their defense has struggled all year, I haven't looked and watched Ole Miss enough to be like to make a definitive like, oh yeah, they're gonna win this game. Like I, mm-hmm. I just don't have any confidence um, in Ole Miss winning this game, even though it's at home for them. So I will be picking Alabama to win and not cover. I think they win by like maybe seven to ten points. I, I, I think it can't be any any uh, farther than that. In my opinion, I agree, but we'll see. That's probably the best game this weekend. Um, not for 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 playoff purposes. TCU plays Texas uh, on ABC at seven thirty p.m. primetime game in Austin, Texas. Ooh. Texas is favored by seven. Um, and this is right off of Texas's win against who did they play? I think they played. Uh, they played Oklahoma State last week. So, who? Oh, they lost Oklahoma State. Oh, but they be, oh they beat Kansas State last week. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong week. Oh, okay. So, Texas handled K State, and now the undefeated Horned Frogs <laughs> go <laughs> that's, up. That's such an ugly name, man. Ugly. It's match such a item. bad name, man. And their uniforms are trash too. But anyways, uh, <laughs> who wins? Who wins this Big Twelve playoff matchup? Not Texas is involved in the playoff, but they could be involved in taking out the Horned Frogs and 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 killing their chance of being in the playoff this year. Give me Texas to cover. Boom, we're back. Really, we're back. We're back. Texas is back. Yeah, the Sam Ellinger Texas meme. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Was like three years ago and texas hasn't been doing anything since yeah yeah i i can't see tcu well that's not true i could totally see tcu winning this game but 
they got to slip up somewhere, right? I hope they. I hope and they. I hope Texas they do, is, man. Yeah, and Texas is feeling themselves, and Bijan Robinson, uh, he's been the best running back in college football, debatably since his freshman year. Now, what is he a junior or is he? I don't know. Is he a sophomore or junior? He's really, really good, and you've got. I mean, Texas has to be able to hold on to this game, but uh, the, they've notoriously not been able to keep leads in games. But that's kind of been turning around this season. They've been able to take take wins and and hold them and not give them up in the end, except for that Alabama game. Mm-hmm. So, and the Oklahoma State game, they should have won that game. So, I kind of have to go with the Horn Frogs here. I think, yeah, I think they're going to win and stay undefeated even though it's at Texas and everyone's like, oh, Texas is going to stop them or whatever. I don't know. I, I think Max Duggan gets it done in Austin and they win by, I want to say a touchdown. I think they win by seven. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I'll be rooting for Texas because I always do for whatever reason. And I don't want to see TC on the playoff. That's boring. Yeah, they, so. <laughs> like his thing. Every single time, we already know that uh, a, a team from that conference will get killed in the playoffs. No disrespect. Right. I, I just I don't know why. It's, it's a curse or something. I don't know. Yeah, just limit it to SEC teams and Big, Big Ten. Ten teams, and that's it. No Pac-12, maybe a Clemson every once in a while if you want to make it interesting, but no Big 12, no Pac-12 until they prove themselves to not get killed in the playoff uh, by one of those teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just limit it to those two conferences. But anyways, uh, um, Washington, Oregon, I don't know. I mean, this could. This is another game where it's like, eh, it doesn't really have playoff contentions for both teams, but Oregon could lose this game and they could be like canceled out of the playoffs since they've already lost a game this year. Oregon's favored by 13 at home. Washington is ranked. They're seven and two. I know nothing about them. So what do you have going down uh, in Eugene this weekend? <sighs> Man, even though I don't want Oregon to win, I'll say that they win this game and cover. I say they cover. I say they cover. Yeah, 13 is pretty, I don't want to say conservative, but that's pretty fair. I think it's conservative. Yeah, I think Oregon wins too. I think they keep winning. Uh, I, I think Washington, they're frauds too. <laughs> um, even though I don't know anything about them. I just know that they're, they're frauds. just frauds. All right. I think any team, even if you're ranked in the top 25, it doesn't make you good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're, I'd say maybe top 15, then you're guaranteed to be, you know, pretty consistently good, right? Except for Penn State. So I, <laughs> I think, yeah, Oregon probably takes care of business and wins by maybe like 21 points. I think they kill Washington this weekend. Agreed. So. Um, all right, this one is just for me, right? Miami, Georgia Tech. <laughs> Georgia Tech. This, all right, Georgia Tech. It's in Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is favored by one and a half over the mighty, mighty hurricane. That is, a, that is crazy. <laughs> do you have Georgia Tech winning or do you have the upset with oh, Miami? Uh, right? Miami upsetting Georgia Tech. You know what? I'll go with Miami upsetting. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll go with the, the, the mighty Georgia Techers. No, I'm just kidding. Don't they have like the trip? Option. The Georgia Techers. The Georgia Techers. Yeah. <laughs> they have that. Georgia have Techers. their triple option offense beating out the the mighty mighty Hurricanes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will be watching this game if I'm not working. I'll be watching this game and rooting for Georgia Tech so bad. <laughs> but I don't think there's any way that that terrible terrible team will be at Miami. I just 
I don't know. I just wanted to put it on there to see if you would take. Georgia I'm taking Tech the mighty not. Georgia takers. My, the mighty Georgia takers. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, that game had no uh, playoff relevance at all. But I just wanted to throw it in there because, you know, uh, Georgia Tech, Miami is hilarious. And it's hilarious that Miami isn't favored against Georgia mm-hmm. Tech. Um, but LSU Arkansas is a game that does have playoff implications. Potentially LSU is favored by three and a half at Arkansas. Do you have LSU winning and continuing the streak? Yeah, I have them winning this game. Arkansas is just, is, is hot garbage, man, right now. Yeah. And with KJ Jefferson has been, I mean, I know he's, he's been hurt. I think the whole season, but I mean, that just, that's that that has contributed to him being very inconsistent in his play. And, you know, I just I just I don't trust it. So I'll I'll say that LSU yeah. wins is, you know, they on they're on a hot streak, seem to be kind of like finding their rhythm, catching their stride, and yeah, they'll win this game and cover. God dang, man. I I really I think I did pick Arkansas to upset. Um I think this is a trap game for LSU. I think they just they're on the high of beating Alabama and oh, you know, we're we're LSU, you know, they're getting all this recruiting buzz. I think they slip up in this game mm-hmm. and they let Arkansas take advantage cuz I think Arkansas is one of those teams that could totally surprise you. And again, I picked them to win 10 games this season, so I have a little bit of bias there, but I think that it it being in Fayetteville and I hope I keep saying the the, the name of the, the city correctly. Um, but in Razorback Stadium, yeah, it, it's Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, Arkansas, I think the Razorbacks can take this one and surprise upset LSU. So I'm going to go with the, the fighting Arkansas, the Razorbackers, uh, to beat Jaden Daniels and Brian Kelly and the surging LSU Tigers this week. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, and then we'll go to the three games that have our relevance. They don't necessarily have playoff relevance, except for Tennessee, which they are playing Missouri this weekend um, at 12 o'clock. You guys are favored by 20 and a half. I don't know how, how it's not more than that, but uh, <laughs> who do you have winning the game, uh, Tennessee or Missouri? Tennessee. Um, I, want, I want us to absolutely <laughs> hang 50 on them. I mean, I don't have any any anything against Missouri. Okay, unless mm-hmm. maybe uh, you know, I think 2014, 2015 when they beat us, I hated them. I actually, that was my first Tennessee game, I think, um, that I actually oh, no. going to, and we lost to them. I was like, man, this is look. I was like, this is misery. You get it, Missouri, misery. Okay, uh-huh. anyway, like, yeah, that was terrible. Um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, I have nothing against Missouri, but you know, I I feel like we we need we have a grudge, man, because like I mean, yeah, we we sure. we lost to Georgia, whatever, but like. Now everybody's just like, oh, now Tennessee sucks again. Like, come on, man. No. And then, you know, it's few people like, oh, they're, they're out the playoffs. Like, come on, man. I mean, it's against the number. I mean, even though they did have us at number one in the college football playoffs, which is absolutely ridiculous, um, <laughs> it's a bit surprising. You know, once again, Georgia, we're, we're, they're the, the, the defending national champions. Like, come on, man. Like, we first game, um, we had a lot, a lot of games in Neyland. You know, that was really our first huge test. Um, away game, right? Well, you could say LSU, but no. Nah. Anyways, yeah, you, you, that that game doesn't represent your team. Yeah, it doesn't that. represent our team. Like it, it was, it was just a bad game. So you know, I I want us to hang fifty on Missouri. 
mm-hmm. and for the pick for next week against South Carolina, I take Tennessee to win. I want us to hang fifty on them, and then Vanderbilt, I want us to hang seventy five on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I guess this is more of like a pick of like, do you think Tennessee will cover or not? Not do you think we'll Tennessee win. is going to win or not? Yeah, I I agree. I think you will hang fifty plus on Missouri. I think it'll be like. 56 to like 10 or something i think you'll kill missouri i think you'll be full spiteful after the way that you played against uh against georgia right so i think you guys do win and cover big time i think you could cover twice Twice. (laughs) against them like 20 and a half that's ridiculous now Uh, i don't know what they what vegas is smoking yeah yeah. now let me ask would that look would that look good for us that we will hang 50 on missouri and georgia struggle with them I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just finding any way to put us in the playoffs, man. I let me shut up over here, man. No, I think that's totally valid. I think that totally makes sense. I think you guys, if TCU loses and if Oregon loses at some point, you guys totally have a shot to be the second or third team in the playoff because either Ohio State or Michigan is losing late in the season, mm-hmm. right? And then Ohio State or Michigan could lose again in the big 10 championship. So, and you guys won't be in the sec championship unless Georgia loses. Right. And I just don't think they will at this time of year. So you guys, all you have to do is win mm-hmm. out. Right. And I think you have a good shot of getting in. So I think, yeah, you guys putting up whatever amount of points on them versus Georgia who struggled, they had a two or three week, like struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Tennessee, only struggles against one team and that's Georgia, then I think that puts you guys in a really good position to, uh, to still like the playoffs. Yeah. I hope so, man. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, so we'll do the last two games. Uh, again, these are just for me and, and for Hunter, but, uh, Florida state Syracuse this weekend after the Knowles came and just like murdered the, <laughs> the hurricanes last week. Uh, FSU is favored by seven. Now, Syracuse used to be ranked, but they've lost three in a row since their loss to, uh, they, they lost three in a row since their six and zero start. Mm-hmm. Right. So who do you think wins this one? I'll have to go with Florida state. Um, with this one, his thing, okay. even though Syrac- Syracuse has lost three in a row, I mean, I feel like they're still a pretty decent team. Like you, you, sh- yeah. you should never look past them. I mean, not saying that they they've always been dominant, but I'm I'm talking about like just this year. They you, you shouldn't look past them. But yeah, I believe that Florida State will win this game if they you know they they play clean, do their job, and play the game right. that I've seen them play. They will cover and win. So, right, yeah, I I agree. I think. Yeah, you can't ever look past a team, but if 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 this team has taught me anything, and that's Florida State, if this Florida State team has taught me anything, it's that they are always ready every single week, and they're not going to look past anybody. Um, you know, having lost three games in a row, you think, okay, Syracuse is due, right? Mm-hmm. But after what I saw last week against Miami, and it's a big rival game, right? So they're going to be up for that. But I also saw... Um, this is kind of specific to the, to the game, but I saw, uh, we had a penalty. It was like a 15 yard penalty. This one guy got really mad and he goes over to the sidelines and he's like, he's, he's had it. He's having a fit and coach Norvell goes over to him and he has this like coaching moment where he's like, you know, calming him down and everything. And then he puts him back into the game and throws the ball to him like the next play. 
So I think that is just great coaching. And if anything, it shows that this team is so focused and 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 they're all about each other and getting the win any way that they can. So I don't think they're going to look past Syracuse this week. And I think they're going to come out and they're going to kill them. They're going to kill, <laughs> kill Syracuse. Uh, yeah, I'd also say Syracuse, they don't have their starting quarterback, Garrett Schrader. I think he's either questionable or out completely. Not that he was that good, but whatever. And uh, Sean Tucker, their running back, who is really, really good and will probably go in the first couple of rounds next year's draft, uh, he doesn't have any help. So, uh, yeah, I, I say uh, Florida State wins on the road at Syracuse. And final game is South Carolina, Florida, which could be a trap game for us. Um, Florida's favored by eight in the Swamp. This is our final game in the Swamp this season. Who do you have winning this one? Now, Hunter? here's the thing. I've, I've said this, and you know um... – our friends and family members that are Tennessee fans looked at me crazy, but you don't want to look past. I even though I hate, I can't stand Shane Beamer. Yeah, you know they. <laughs> I, I cannot stand this man at all. I, I hate him, but um, he is so annoying. But wait, what's your vendetta with Shane Beamer? He just, he's just so number one. He is so unprofessional, man. Like it, 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 here's the thing: it, mm-hmm. you can, it could be like a a 50 50 thing where some people would love him some people would hate him but he is just so annoying number one last year when we when we absolutely just killed south carolina i think they scored a touchdown and he was cheering like they just wanted super bowl i'm like dude y'all y'all are down 30 points and you are you are jumping up and down cheering your team i mean here's the thing that that's i mean that's a great coach i mean keep keep your keep your team happy but come on man for you to be cheering after a, a terrible game like you just won the uh the national championship that is way too much man and then i, I don't know he, he's from what i've seen he's kind of been a, just a bit obnoxious and annoying whatever like in his press conferences and stuff like that right. but yeah, it, it just he that. just seems very childish as for a head coach i mean that that's my opinion i mean i'm that's very biased and if south carolina fans if you're listening to this i'm sorry man like that that's just my opinion um you just gotta respect it. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying that I'm I don't I hate to judge his character, but yeah. Anyways, he's annoying to me. But at the same time, he's he he's done a decent job with with um South Carolina with of course with Spencer Rattler, even though Spencer Rattler is not good as well. But you know, they they can actually sneak away with wins that they shouldn't win. Like they they've surprised me with a few wins, even though like I think they actually beat Kentucky. Even though yeah, Kentucky is hot trash, or whatever. I mean, still you you would have spec <laughs> Kentucky with the number one quarterback and in the draft uh, the first yeah. Anyways, you spec him right. Will, Will Levis, you spec yeah. Will Levis to just dominate them? They actually came out with the win, and I mean that was very shocking. And I was I was saying you, we don't need to look past South Carolina. They they can sneak away with the win. I ain't gonna say easily, but like if we just not own our stuff, they can sneak out with a win. But um. With that being said, I will watch out for them, but I believe that Florida, if they, once again, they uh, consistently play good, they will beat South Carolina. You just got to really, though, watch out. Watch out for South Carolina, though. So that's my take on that. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I um, I kind of agree. I think Shane Beamer kind of gives me like Dan Mullen vibes in the way that he's just not very professional in his press conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do get your vendetta with him, but South Carolina is one of those teams that I thought was going to be hot garbage this year and has somehow made it to they're they're in a bowl, right? They've got six wins mm-hmm. already, right? So 
And I also was one of those Spencer Rattler defenders, and I was wrong about that too. So <laughs> I think he has the talent, and they have the talent in that team to get the win. I think it being in the swamp, and after a really good win, in my opinion, over AM mm-hmm. and Richardson, he's kind of clicking right now. He's kind of finding his groove a little bit. I think that we should end up winning this game. Now, do we cover? I mean, eight points isn't that much, but I'd say probably. I don't want to say. I just after last year, like South Carolina was the game where we got blown out, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody gave up on Dan Mullen, and that was I think that was the last game before he got fired. Right. I think so. Yeah, South Carolina is a must-win for Florida this year, especially if they want to end the year strong and uh, maybe go seven and five or eight and four. So. Yeah, I think we win and cover barely, but uh, yeah, Florida is so hard to predict, but I feel like they're finding their rhythm and they're gonna, they're gonna take it this week to Carolina. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but those are all the games that uh, I care about. I don't know if you had it anymore, but those are the only ones that I really think are very significant. Um. Yeah, we'll check back in next week to see see what happened with with uh, with everyone. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Unless you wanted to, to talk about it or address anything else. On the show. Um, no, I think I think that's pretty much it. Um, I really kind of vented um, more than I should have about the Georgia Tennessee game. But, no, no, totally understandable, man. Totally understandable. But here's the thing. I'll say this, and I'll leave it at that. I here's the thing. I anticipated. Um, us losing that game, I did. I, you but did, yeah, you know, you I, I would have expected it to be closer than that, like a kind of a shootout, kind of like yeah. the, the 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 Bama Tennessee game. Like I was expecting maybe final score, uh, thirty eight thirty five or yeah, yeah, thirty eight thirty five mm-hmm. Georgia or something like that. Um, but for it to be his thing, thirteen twenty seven does look it, it looks better than really what the game was. Like, yeah, yeah I'm agreed. being honest with you. But like I wanted his thing, I wanted us to score one more touchdown, make it twenty twenty seven to make it a whole lot better. Right. But like you know, once again, we we were we were dominated that game. But for the for them to say we're we're done, like it, it's out. No, I, I don't agree with that. Or to just rule us out automatically, I don't agree with that. But um, anyways, yeah, we will see. Um, more than likely, I guess we can do another college football playoff. Um. Um, recap or whatever or just update maybe on like the last week or so oh yeah yeah i'm done yeah. for sure yes but yeah overall i'm i'm yeah i'm hoping tcu loses oregon loses eventually <laughs> then once again it, it's a given ohio state or michigan have to lose one of them have to lose. right that'll, now, that'll we'll be a be, crazy game man yeah that'll be a crazy game but once again if they it would be crazy if one of them loses and they keep them in the top four. Oh, then, no. I mean, we'll see. It depends on the game, if it's really, really close or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, as a Tennessee fan, there's we are really hoping that a lot of these teams lose or whatever, even though we still have a great chance of making playoffs. But, yeah, we, we will see. As long, as long as we can finish out the year being very dominant, I believe that we have a great chance of still making the playoffs. I think, depending on what teams win or lose. Yeah, I think so. I think you guys still have a good chance, especially if you went out from from uh, from out. I guess so. Yeah. 
Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to our college football talk <laughs> and and predictions. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. But uh, to the millions and millions of people around the, the world listening to us, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you all next time.